Also, I will say, I didn't know like how much work was on the back end. So I'm really sorry that I'm like totally half in here. <laughs> I like feel bad that I It's like, not that much work. But I mean, like it sounded like you have to set, you set it, set up the anchor and then to publish it. Who just made it sound like it was a ton of work? It's, it's easy. All I did was make an anchor account and then, um, I, uh. Well, and you edited it. That takes time. Oh, not that like, long. Like, tell me how long it took you to edit it. To less than like two completely hours or more than two less hours? less took me about an hour. Whole, okay, that makes me thing. feel a little better. It would take me forever. It's, I get that this yeah. is your job, but like <laughs> it would take me forever. I have a very um, what's the taken quote? I have a very uh, particular <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> That's funny. Are you recording all this? Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hey, here comes Emily in her Ravenclaw sweatshirt. Ooh, I'm wise and witty. So witty. <laughs> <laughs> Emily is a Ravenclaw. I sure am. I, I guess. Otherwise, why would you be wearing that sweater? Yes. I feel like everyone's some combination of all of them. And I feel like I'm a Raven puff. Like, I think I'm a Ravenclaw Hufflepuff. Is kind of my jam, but Interesting. dominant Ravenclaw. So, okay. hence the sweatshirt. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm more of a Huffclaw. Oh, that's why we're compatible. <laughs> I know. That's why we're friends. I was going to ask you on the air, like, what you were, and I was going to guess you were a Hufflepuff. Yep. Okay, so Hufflepuff. Was it my goofy nature that sold it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was your sweet n- nature, oh. actually. I feel like whenever I like think of someone as sweet, I'm like, oh, they're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I get that, but... Before we get more into that, today yeah. we're going to be talking about a Harry Potter related subject. Yeah. But before we go there, we need to talk jazz basketball. Woohoo! Take note. Yes, take note. <laughs> so we started out with a win against the Pacers. Yes. McCoy, you were like, I hope we're happy after this game. And we certainly were. We were very we happy. We freaking blew them out. <laughs> we did. It was a great game. Yeah. We were both there. We had a yeah. little tweet up after. Yeah, we did. There were qu- it's always it's so chaotic, <laughs> but it was fun. I met Tiffany Gurney for the first time. I'm trying to think who else, Jared and who were there. But yeah, yeah, it was kind of a good little crowd. Our friend Barls Charkley, oh yeah, was there. I did. Go, did you go see him? Uh, he he just stopped in for a moment and then he had oh, to leave. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Sorry, Barls. Because <laughs> I went and saw him at halftime because oh. he like, has his, his jacked up knee. So I was like, I'll come to you because I don't want to go downstairs. But if you're upstairs, I'll come say hi. So I went and said hi to him at halftime. And so, um, and then he was downstairs. He told me he got to the train super early and that he could have waited and stayed with us a little bit longer. <laughs> but, you know, better safe than sorry, I guess. And it was so, cold out there. It was freezing. Yeah, it's... Was this... that the weird foggy night, too? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So that was a good win, and then yes. the guys go to Oakland, or San Francisco now. Yes. Yeah, I forget, the new arena. Yes. <clears throat> and they blow out the Warriors. Yes. Very, and... like, heavy-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought, so Tony Bradley got ejected. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> That was really weird. I still don't know what happened. Do you know what happened? I, I tried to, I watched the video and they're on the foul line. I, I don't know. Did he say something or I I don't really understand what happened either, but I just, I just saw them walking to the locker room yeah. and it's like, oh, Tony's been ejected. That's so <laughs> weird. Well, and like, 
I mean, he still gets fined, right? And yeah. it's like a fine for him is like a lot more meaningful than like a fine for Rudy or whoever, mm-hmm. you know? So I just kind of am like, oh, that's annoying. Especially with like however many seconds or minutes. It was just, it was really late in the game. It just didn't seem like it mattered. So, but whatever. NBA referees have been bad at their job this year. We should not be surprised. It's true. <laughs> we'll take the, we'll take the win out of San Francisco. Yes. It was great. And then we get this three o'clock game. Yes. On Saturday. On Saturday. It was very stressful. And it was so stressful. I could not breathe. <laughs> and I said some very bad words. <laughs> I actually didn't swear because actually, actually I was babysitting my friend's kids. So contrary to what I said last year, I did care about these kids. But it's because I actually know them. And they were three. And so... Emily does care about the kids. <laughs> I also really don't care about the kids in the arena. But anyways, sorry. Side note. <laughs> Emily cares so- about the kids, but not the ones at the arena. I care about the kids that I know. It doesn't sound good no matter what I say. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just teasing oh, you. Yeah. But so yeah, I was watching my kids, my friend's kids. And then, then they actually used my tickets and went to the game, which was fun. So, but my heart was, my heart was beating. And I was probably a subpart babysitter. <laughs> well, it was just, such, it was the weirdest game because, well, <clears throat> not, maybe not weird, but frustrating because they would get down by 10. Yeah. And then they'd come back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they'd be down by 10 again. Yeah, it was a game of, like, runs. Like, Dallas would have a run, and then we'd have a run, and then Dallas would have a run, and it'd go back and forth. And that's always kind of stressful, because you're like, who's going to have the final run when it matters? Yeah. And we did. (laughs) That was us. Oh, and freaking Rudy. So we got to talk about the block herd round the world, if you will. Because this was a primetime game in Europe. Yeah. Where a lot of these guys' families are. I love that. Yes. Yeah. If I'm anything, I'm clever. Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. Walk me through your reaction to it. So I'm sitting there. Actually, I think I'm pacing at this point. (gasps) Do you pace while you watch So yes. My my floor, you can see. (laughs) I I just vacuumed. So you can see the line. (laughs) (laughs) You can see where I've like. So I do, I like, I pace, I go in circles. Yeah. I'll put my hands up behind my head and just kind of like, when I'm stressed. Oh my gosh, that's so If If my neighbor saw me through my window, I'm sure they'd get a kick out of it. Yeah. But, so I get up really close to my TV. Okay. I'm like, I'm just standing there because it's over my fireplace. So I'm like standing on my fireplace looking at the TV. (laughs) Like you're told not to when you're a child. Yeah, exactly. I'm an adult. I do what I want. Yes. And, uh. Your house, your rules. My rules. (laughs) All of a sudden. Uh, I see this happening. I'm like, oh no, he's, he's got it. Mm -hmm. And then boom, (laughs) Rudy spins, does like his little ballet spin and then smacks it. Yeah. And I almost thought they called goaltend for a minute because I I didn't know if it hit the backboard or not, but I just see everyone freaking out. I'm like, oh, it's good. It's fine. It worked. It's happened. I'm just like, get on Twitter, like, oh, oh, Rudy. It's insane. What? No, I literally, I said twice in that possession. (laughs) In like the three seconds. Because I was like, oh, he was beat. And I was like, because I was just like, so, like, how did he do that? It was insane. So, yeah, I was just like, ugh, it was crazy. And he's the only one who played well all game. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, Royce played good D at certain points and like he had that clutch three right at the end and Donovan finally turned it on in the fourth quarter. I loved that Royce and Donovan both changed their shoes. That That's hilarious to me because I'm, we talked about this. I'm super superstitious. And so I appreciate it that they were too. 
I just felt like, I mean, I guess in Boyan played really well, mostly throughout. But Rudy just, man, he was incredible. And then he got to seal it with that block. And oh. did you see, there was some thread that he's had 10 clutch blocks this year. Yeah. Just this year. That's insane. And like how, like, if we cared about clutch blocks as much as we cared about game winning shots, like he would be, you know, have more respect than he does. I just like, it's, it's insane how many times he just like makes it happen for us. Well, and that's the other thing. It's actually kind of the block heard around the media world too, because I noticed he started to get a lot of Twitter love from the national, from some of the national media people. Yeah. And Bleacher Report finally tweeted something positive about him. They did. <laughs> they just tweeted that the video of the block. It's a miracle. <laughs> Good grief. <sighs> so yeah, they they he got him on media love, but then you know what what comes with media love is people say really stupid things yes. about him. Yes, and I was just like ignorant. <laughs> I was like, don't freak out on these. Yeah, who don't even know what they're talking about? These, these peasants. Uninformed swine. <laughs> <laughs> These muggles, if you will. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> don't even know how basketball works. <laughs> but um, he definitely deserves to be an all-star. He deserves to be in the MVP convers- conversation. Yeah, it's crazy. First team, all-NBA. I mean, give it give it all to Mr. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Loved it. Loved that his teammates gave him the respect after the game. Throwing Rudy Gobert. Those, ti- <laughs> those titles. <laughs> I am Donovan Vernell Mitchell. <laughs> did you did you see the tweet where Rudy's like, "Why are you saying my name like Ricky Rubio? Yeah. Are you from Spain with a Spanish accent?" So I've been or? trying to say his name like a like in the French way, but I don't think I'm doing it right. Oh. Rudy, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh, my my horrible man. accents. But anyway, we love our Jazz. They're doing great. They're rolling. They, yes, Rockets are in town tomorrow. Looks like no Russ. No on a Sega Baba. Sega Baba. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about how funny that is because it's it sounds kind of like something from like a like a magic word. Yeah. Almost. Well, and it's just stupid because it's not the actual acronym. It's like they do this in medical journals all the time, like in my work. Like they just pick and choose the letters they need to to make an acronym. And it's like, that's what they did here. It's like they took the S and the E from second and the G and the A from game and the B and the A and the B and the A from back to back. And I'm like, no, why don't we just call it like SGB2B? Everyone would know what that means too. But Sega Baba, it is. Sega Baba. It also reminds me of like Alibaba. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird. It's kind of like star warsy but also like video gaming i don't know it's it could weird, be a, a thing it could be a, a incantation from harry potter <laughs> yeah it could be it's seggy baba not seggy baba <laughs> <laughs> oh man so hopefully i mean i guess the rockets played early this afternoon but oh yeah um no james harden darn sounds like he's not coming here either and no russ oh, okay for oh, load management back to backs yeah Gotcha. So it might be an interesting shoot. game. Hopefully it's not one of those trap trap yeah. games. But I can't believe I just said shoot. But kind of like how we were talking like last week. Like we were excited to kind of see them play against good talent. And it's like we haven't played Houston yet. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to see how we match up against them. And it's like now we're not going to really get a true sense of how we're going to match up against them. Yeah, I agree. So bummer. Oh, well. But go Jazz. Yes, go Jazz. I hope they win. Me too. As always. <laughs> As always. Yeah. And with that, I think we'll move on to our 
big segment, our, our other regularly segment. regularly scheduled program. <laughs> our regularly scheduled program. So Emily and I are big Harry Potter fans. Yes. We Huge. love Harry Potter. Emily's holding up her book, <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban. Right is that your favorite one? This is my favorite one, actually, Prisoner of Azkaban. That's my favorite yeah. book, my least favorite movie. I think I feel the same way. I don't know. It's the first movie where they, like, start to actually, like, they kind of make it a movie rather than just, like, a flat regurgitation of the plot. Because, like, one and two, it's just, like, a flat regurgitation of this. And then it's, like, in the third, they start to take liberties. And so it's, like, I appreciate that, but it's, like, I didn't, I don't love the liberties they take in the third one. So, but the movies get better as they go. Um, But I think the third book is just, like, so fun and just, like, at the end when it's like Sirius Black has been the villain for the whole book and then like within like 30 pages it's like everything is flipped on its head. Such a good twist. It's like one of my most favorite things to read. I so, love it. So yeah, we're re- I'm reading about, I'm actually reading all the books again with my coworkers, And so we're having book club for this on Tuesday in like two days. And I'm like 80 pages in, so I got plenty to read. <laughs> and this is the, the, next... Ill- the illustrated version, yes. which is beautiful. Yes, this is my first time reading. I got the illustrated versions... I don't know, like a year or two for Christmas. The first three, at least. And I got the fourth for Christmas this year. And so this is my first time actually reading them. And have you read them before? Yes. They're like, it's just like a whole new world, man. I know. I love them. It's fun to see how someone else like looks at it all. And it's just like some of the little pictures are just so cute and so clever. And they make me giggle. And so, and then some of them make me gasp because they're just so beautiful. So big fan of reading these ones. What's your favorite book? So my favorite book, uh, I do love Prisoner oh, yeah, of Azkaban. You said this was your favorite. Yep, but yeah. I, I'd have to. It's probably a tie between that one and the fourth, the Goblet of Fire. Oh, okay, interesting. Tell me more. Because I love the Goblet of Fire because that's where things kind of change. Oh, from, for sure. It's just like the Voldemort comes back. Yeah, and it's like the tone shifts. The tone totally shifts entirely. Yeah. And I love. I just love the games. I love how they bring in the other schools. Yeah. Because when I was a kid reading these, I always wondered like is there a school in america is there yeah. and i mean it was just kind of opened more more of that world up yeah and it was just so so clever i i love the the riddles yeah in it and i i think it's a travesty the movie left out so much of the fourth book yeah that yeah. one could have been two movies <laughs> yeah honestly i wish they'd make a like an amazon series Oh. Of the whole, I just think they could do so much more. And add all of, like, really be yeah. true to the books, but also still make it come to life in a movie form. Yeah. I've learned to appreciate the books and the movies as two separate things. Oh, 100%. I had this conversation with someone, like, it was someone I met on a dating app. And he, he I was like, who's your favorite Harry Potter character? And his answer was Bellatrix Lestrange. And I was like, that is the dumbest. I literally said this to him, which is so rude. But I was like, that is the dumbest answer. And he was like, what? She's so cool. And then he started talking about how Helena Bonham Carter was so great as her. And like, she's so fiercely loyal to Voldemort. And like, that's what like attracts him to her. Oh. And I was like, that's all movie Bellatrix. Like, none, like Bellatrix isn't that big of a character in the books. Like, she's kind of like a really, really sub character. And he's like, I was like, and the books and the movies are like different things. And he's like, no, it's like one universe. I'm like, it's one universe, but like, they're distinct things. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Like, Ginny is a perfect example. It's like, I love book Ginny, but I like hate movie Ginny. And so it's like, I feel like it's fair to treat the books and movies as separate things because they're two different creative venues and like there's different things that you can communicate more effectively in each one. And so it's like, I like the movies, but I think the books are better. But it's like, I don't feel like you can treat them as like one universe because I don't like, 
book Bellatrix and movie Bellatrix are different. So anyways, yeah. he did not appreciate the, those opinions. <laughs> and he now has a new girlfriend. Oh. That is not me. <laughs> and I just had to mute him on Instagram. Well, hopefully she's <laughs> hopefully she's not like Bellatrix Lestrange. Uh, hopefully not. Was it, right? That's a weird choice. That is a weird choice. Weird choice. Anyway, we yeah. love Harry Potter. That's, we do. That's the moral of the story. Do you have a Pottermore account? I do. Okay, so I want to talk about our Patronuses. <laughs> okay. So, um... So you're, and are you a Hufflepuff on Pottermore? I'm, you, I'm actually a Ravenclaw. Oh, me too. On Fifth Pottermore, of... but I feel like I should be a Hufflepuff. Okay. So that's what I go with. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's reasonable. I think how you feel about Harry Potter should have some sway. Yeah. Not just a computer algorithm. <laughs> right. So, and then you got your wand and then did you get your Patronus? Yes. Okay. What is your Patronus? It's, I think it's like a German shepherd. Oh, cute. Does that, do you identify with that? No. Oh, do you not like dogs? <laughs> no. Well, I like dogs. I'm just, I don't have any. I don't like dogs. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So someone once said they were an other person's dog person. Oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of how I am. Like, yeah. I, I, I like other people's. I just, I don't want one, but yeah. I, I like them. Yeah. I get that. I'm not a pet person either. And I am, I used to be like anti-dog pretty much in general. And now I'm more of like, okay, I can be an other person's dog person. But I have to be in the right mood. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. So so maybe not like how you feel. If you could pick your Patronus, what would you pick? Maybe if it's, maybe if the dog symbolizes like loyalty. Oh, okay. And because I feel like I'm a pretty loyal person. I would agree. Loyal to my jazz. Yes. Um, Loyal fan. Loyal. I, I hope I'm a loyal friend. I think you are. Which ones did I like from the... I like Harry's. I love, because I love, oh, I love deer. Stag. Yes. Yeah. Deer are, I love deer. They're my favorite. Um, well, and you have a connection with your dad with that too, right? Yeah. Like you hunt with your dad. And so like Harry has connection, his paternal connection yeah. with his dad. So that's So if it sweet. was like a doe or a, or a buck or like an elk or yeah. something, something cool like that. Yeah. But you know, I'm not, I'm not too upset. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you have feelings, clearly. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> so I got Pottermore. And I like got sorted into Ravenclaw and I like applauded that. And then I got my wand and I was fine. And then I took the Patronus quiz and I got a cat. (laughs) I got a tabby cat and I hate cats. And so I was like, this is a joke. I regret everything. I literally, I deleted my Pottermore account. I scrubbed it and I was like, I'm going to get a new one so I can get a new Patronus. (laughs) So start a new, like start a new Pottermore account. Get sorted into Ravenclaw. Everything's great. <laughs> Get a wand. Same wand. So I like, felt great about that. And then I take the Patronus quiz again. And it's like I change a few answers that I still feel like resonate with me. You know how there's questions, you know? And guess what I got? I got a black and white cat! And I <laughs> was so mad. And so, like, I do not accept my Pottermore Patronus either because I know in my heart of hearts that my Patronus is an elephant. Like, I just do. <laughs> it's like, that's what I know it is because elephants are my favorite animal for a lot of reasons more than just they're cute. And so I know. <laughs> but anyway, so I support you not liking your Pottermore Patronus because something is jacked up with that algorithm. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to laugh. But this is amazing. I wish you could see Emily in person. Ugh, she feels very strongly about yes. this. Well, and then, you know those stupid Instagram filters that you've been doing, like, with the, like, the oh, random, like, which Disney you character love those. are you? No, I hate those. I, Sorry, I've seen you use. I've seen you use them, like, multiple times. Okay, you're lying. That's not true. I would never post crap like that. But anyways, I did do the Harry Potter Patronus one. And I got an elephant the first you time. You did, did not. I have a video of it. I saved it. You're going to have to show me. I will show you. 
So I'm going to trust that Instagram one more than I trust Pottermore because it's legit. So. I feel like an elephant Patronus would be crazy because does it come out? Is it like a baby elephant? No, or is big, like a... and it's charging and it's got tusks. Oh, right. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I'm acting it out and McCoy's dying. <laughs> well, the thing is, elephants are super maternal, right? Like they're like a matriarchal society. But they're you moms. hate kids. Well, I know, but it's like moms are hella protective, right? <laughs> And so it's like, I feel like my maternal elephant would kick in against mentors or whatever I needed to do for me. <laughs> Send messages or whatever. Safety. I, <laughs> oh. I'm speechless. <laughs> Anyways, this is not what we wanted to talk about Harry Potter was. No, but this, this <laughs> might have been back on track. This might have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, last season, um, I think it's toward the end of the season, mm-hmm. is before the playoffs. I made a little Twitter poll asking the Twitterverse who, which house they would sort jazz players in. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fun for Emily and I to play Sorting Hat Woo-hoo. and do that with the t- roster we have now. What do you think, Emily? I am 100% down to do this. Okay. Uh, let's pull up the roster. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I thought we'd start out. We can do it alphabetical order. Okay. So we can start with Bogey. Ooh. Would he be from Durmstrang, though? Oh, that's a smart idea. He probably would be. Coming, coming in with those sticks. Like doing that little stick dance. Doom, doom. Yeah, I'd be down for that. He can be He's like, kind of like a Victor Crumb-esque yes, Like handsome, a little, like there's a lot you don't know about me. Secretive. Yeah. Ahead, you know? So, I mean, I think that's legit. Well, say he transfers to Hogwarts. Okay. Uh, which house does he get put in? I feel like he's probably a Slytherin. A Slytherin? Yeah. I think you're right. I don't know why I feel that way. I just feel in my heart of hearts that he would be a Slytherin. Yeah. I don't know, though. What I do you think? I, I think that's the most logical house. And maybe it is just because I think him. of him as, like, mysterious. And I don't know why. Clever. Why make, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like that would be a Slytherin. So. Okay. Um, what do you, and you agree? I agree. That's who I would say, too. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so next, alphabetically, is Tony Bradley. Oof. That one's harder for me. We don't really know Tony that well. We do yeah. know he's a little shy. Yeah, he seems more soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, that screams Hufflepuff to me, but I don't really know why. I. That's what I was going to say, Hufflepuff. Okay. Just because he seems, like, shy and um, kind and, yeah, you know, not really patient. He's, ta- patient. he's waiting his time, uh-huh. like, for taking his time to, like, get his, like, turn. And now that he's received his opportunity, he's trying to do really well. So. Yes. I think that's good. Okay, so we're going to put Tony in Hufflepuff. Okay. That sound right? Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay. <clears throat> Next one is someone we haven't really gotten to know too well is Gerald Brantley. Yeah. Um, I don't know him at all. I don't think I can sort him. Okay. We I mean, like, I know him. But he's it's like... He hasn't made it to Hogwarts yet, so yeah. we'll, we'll wait till we get to know him a <laughs> yeah, little should better. Yeah, we just skip all the Stars players and be like, you haven't turned 11 yet yeah. in Harry Potter jazz basketball world. That's true. <laughs> okay, next is... Our new guy, Jordan Clarkson. Ooh. Ooh. He was on the Lakers. <laughs> Does that automatically make him a Slytherin? Well, he Just was on kidding. the Cavs with yeah. Kevin Love. <laughs> they're and? buddies. They're, and? I know they're friends, so I, I know that makes him a good person. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, man. Stay tuned for our love notes section. Yes. We are definitely going to have to add that. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. Jordan Clarkson. I would say Gryffindor. 
The Cavaliers' colors are Gryffindor colors. <laughs> okay, I'm down. That's true. <laughs> like the, the scarlet and gold. <laughs> and he's brave. I mean, he's not afraid to take shots. Oh, he's definitely not afraid to take shots. <laughs> we learned that kind of the hard way yeah. on Saturday in for the better, game. For better or for worse. Yeah, he's definitely fearless. Yeah, okay, Gryffindor. Okay. Down. Gryffindor. <laughs> All right, next is another new guy, Mr. Mike Conley. Ooh, he's got to be a Gryffindor too, right? Yes. Ooh, that's a Ravenclaw. Hard. Yeah. Or Hufflepuff. Because he's, he's really so smart. Nice. He is. He is very nice. Because <laughs> he's super nice. And he's the sweetest dad. But he's so. Yeah, he is the sweetest dad. Should we say he's a Hufflepuff slash Ravenclaw like us? Yeah. <laughs> to be self serving? We could. Yeah. Uh, I know. I like secretly wanted to put Bogey in Ravenclaw just so that I would have a better chance of marrying him. Because, <laughs> you know, I feel like it's probably, you know, if you're in the same house as someone, you probably have a better shot with them. But I can whatever. see him being Ravenclaw. So we're saying Mike Conley is a Ravenclaw. Yes. A Ravenpuff. Ravenpuff. Can we do that? <laughs> Which one do we think is more dominant? Oh. Uh... I, I say we just put him in Ravenclaw. Okay. What do you think? Um, yeah. I'm yeah. down for that. Okay. All right. Moving on to Ed Davis. Oh. I think he's just happy to be here. So maybe Hufflepuff? Yeah. And he's <laughs> he's patient too. Yeah. And he's like, he just seems really laid back. Like happy, laid back kind of guy. Yeah. So I could see that being pretty Hufflepuffy. Okay. So. Next... Is that beautiful Frenchman? <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Um, I feel like he's a Slytherin. Rudy is a Slytherin. Ambitious, cunning, leadership, resourcefulness. Did you see that block on Saturday? He was very resourceful. Yes. He used all the athleticism he possessed. <laughs> I totally agree. I'm putting Rudy in Slytherin. Yeah, 100%. Okay. And he's the best Slytherin I've ever known. <laughs> he is. Besides maybe Snape. Yes. You let you love Snape. I have yeah, he's exquisitely complicated. And I like that about him. Yes. So anyways. Do you think Rudy's exquisitely complicated? Yes, I do. Yeah. And misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. I love his beard. Oh yeah. It's so nice. He's got that jawline. Oof. It's working for him. <laughs> I look at pictures from when he was drafted and it's amazing, like his glow up. Oh. Not, not that he wasn't good looking before, but he just No, he wasn't good he, looking before, McCoy. <laughs> has had a glow up oh uh, yeah <laughs> he's so handsome that commercial when he's on the floaty with his drink oh and mm-hmm. i'm just like every time i see that i'm like oh <laughs> hello hello sir hello bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> mm. oh man mm. yes okay yeah. sorry no. <laughs> distracted <laughs> next it's a man from down under joe ingles joseph ingles Ooh. He's going to be a mix for me, too. He might be like a Slytherin Gryffindor. Yeah, I'd say I was going to say Slytherin, but he yeah. does have some Gryffindor traits. Yeah, I just feel like he's, I don't know. I feel like he's chivalrous and brave in, I don't know, just like as a dad and as like a good human. Yeah. I don't know. He's so witty. He kind of he, he kind oh. of reminds me of like George, Fred and George. Yeah, who are like he's who, funny. And who are Gryffindors? That's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But witty wit is a Ravenclaw trait. That's so, true. I don't know. Mm. Joe, just a chameleon. He's <laughs> Harry gonna Potter have chameleon. the hat's gonna let him pick oh, between yeah. 
Gryffindor and Slytherin. Okay. What do you think? What would Joe pick if yeah. he was given the choice? What do you think? I think he'd pick Slytherin. I don't know why. Yeah. I think you'd pick Slytherin, too. Just to be different. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. not to have the burden of... And I think he Gryffindor. likes being the villain sometimes, yeah. too. Yeah, I think he does. Oh, yeah, getting in other people's heads. Yeah. And, like, yeah, no. I think it's good. Okay, Slytherin. Wow, we have a lot of Slytherins. Slytherin is so her Joe. Um, speaking of Australian, I'm going to teach you how to say an Australian word. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. So in your normal accent, just your regular accent, say rise. Rise. Up. Up. Lights. Lights. Now say it together. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. You said razor blades in Australian. <laughs> Rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> that is funny. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it's kind of like good and yeah. then I and then might. Good oh, eye might. Good eye might. Good eye might. Oh, yeah. I cannot do that. It's like when, sh- sh- is it Shaq who always tries to yeah. imitate the accent? And it's like, ugh. Stop, Shaq. I know. If Joe ever... <laughs> Gives us the honor of listening to this. Yeah. He's going to be rolling his eyes. Yes. But he won't. So <laughs> it's fine. We're safe. <laughs> um, next is our man, Donovan Mitchell. Gryffindor. Hands down. Easy for me. Gryffindor. Me yeah. too. I feel like he's very courageous and brave. And yeah, I don't know. Does so much good for our community. Yeah. Not that the other houses don't. but Yes. Or people don't. Yes. But he's just, yeah, he's a Gryffindor through and through. Donovan, you're a Gryffindor. At least in Let our it be. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And our so, opinion is the only one that matters. So. It's true. Just it's true. <laughs> Next, Emmanuel Moutier. Oh, I haven't thought about him. I also he loses a few minutes and you just stop thinking about him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like he's one of the more supportive teammates. I mean, the whole group is supportive of each other, but he is like... He seems really supportive from the bench. And so, very open about improving his game and getting better. Yeah. And wanting to come to Utah to improve. Yeah. I don't know why that strikes me as Hufflepuffy. Like, maybe the hard work part of it and the and just, like, the loyalty, like, a good teammate. Yeah. So, maybe Hufflepuff. Okay. Next is the minivan himself. Oh, George, George Niang. Niang. He's also... Hufflepuff? Ooh, he's a Huffledore. Like a... Hufflepuff, Gryffindor. Yeah. Well, it comes first, though. Gryffindor, Hufflepuff. Gryffelpuff? Gryffindor, Or a, a Huffledore? <laughs> He's probably a Huffledore. <laughs> okay. I'm just making these words up. It's so, okay. Hufflepuff. Yeah. George. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Yeah. He's just so fun. He is so fun. Yeah. He's also kind of like Fred and George. <laughs> yes, he totally is. Oh, man. Next is uh, Royce O'Neal. Ooh. He also works really hard. Gryffindor? Yeah. He might be like the yin to George Niang's yang. Yeah. Look at that rhyming. I didn't even plan that. I <laughs> like that. Check my lips. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> he, because I feel like he might be a, a Griffin puff. Okay. Like a Gryffindor first and foremost, but like with Hufflepuff underscoring tendencies i'm super cheating by doing two at a time but some of them are like clearly in one and then others i'm like ooh, i don't know what yeah. do you how do you feel about Royce? i i i would put it in gryffindor with his best friend donovan mitchell yep he's, he's the ron <laughs> to donovan's you. harry yes. mitchell i love that who's their hermione hermione maybe mike conley's their hermione did we put oh we didn't put him in we put him in ravenclaw yeah 
Anyways, we'll, we'll something to out. think about. Yeah. So next is Rajon. Okay. Tucker. Yeah. Where do you think he's going? <sighs> he seems like a sweetheart. He does. He's got a lot of passion. Passion. Which is Slytherin-y, because ambition, right? Yeah. Very grateful. Yes. And humble, it seems like. Yes, that's true. Which is not... I think pride is a Slytherin quality. Interesting. I think uh, both houses have positive and negative qualities. Yeah. I think pride is the negative one. I mean... Oh, but no, wait. Gryffindors are prideful. That's what... Because Harry's hella prideful. That's true. Right? And so, maybe I'm getting them all confused. Mm. I'd say Gryffindor. Okay. I'm down. You down? Yeah. Okay. We could do Quinn Snyder. Oh, he's a Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, he's a Ravenclaw. He's so smart. I agree. I think he would be one of those that's like, do you want to be in Ravenclaw or do you want to be in Slytherin? Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone just thinks he's a serial killer. Yeah. But he's not. He looks he like kills a... kills you with his mind. <laughs> he looks like a Slytherin, but has the brain of a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yes. But that that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good group of guys, I would say. Yeah. I love them. So we kind of talked a little bit about what houses we'd be in. Yeah. And we were interested to see what houses you guys would be in. Yeah. Um, we'll put out a tweet on Twitter. Yes. You can respond. And then... Ravenclaws, show out! Yes. <laughs> Come on, Hufflepuffs. And tell us your favorite books and if you like Harry Potter. Yeah. At all. And if you don't, you need to have at least a two-page essay with points three points as to why because i just you're gonna have to persuade me yeah. <laughs> of why you don't like harry potter <laughs> and then i'm gonna need an essay yes no. yes five points to emily for her <laughs> great podcasting skills oh and 20 to mccoy oh, for her creativity 20. and uh cleverness mm, yes clever girl i'll take it <laughs> that was a great harry potter discussion yes but now we want to move on to our uh, social media post of the week segment. Yes. yes. Um, going to do it for us this week. Yeah. So we, we were all shocked and saddened to learn about the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, Gianna. Mm-hmm. Um, Gigi. Gigi. And it's something that has kind of made us all think a little bit today mm-hmm. about talking to our loved ones or, or not taking things for granted and being our best selves. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe was one of the best competitors in the game. He was one of the greatest ambassadors of the game, influencers. He also was a big supporter of women's sports, mm-hmm. um, specifically women's basketball. Seemed like a wonderful dad. Mm-hmm. And my social media post of the week or of the episode that I chose was Rudy Gobert's. He tweeted out shortly after the news broke. Enjoy every single day, people. We are always too worried about things that are actually not that important. Life is precious and you never know you never know when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was very spot on. Yeah. Wise um, words. Wise words from Mr. Gobert. From our captain. Our El captain. Capitan kind of a rough day yeah for our nba family and we want to send our love out to the bryant family and all of those grieving you hate it when this thing when this happens especially yeah. in such a tragic way yes so tragic it's hit me harder than i thought it would you just don't think that it'll be gone that fast well he's just been so he's been still a big face of the nba so we see him a lot and it's just gonna 
the absence is going to be felt, I think, um, for a long time. Um, and deeply just because, like you said, he was one of the greatest amb- ambassadors of the game and still, and he was still doing that. <clears throat> so it's been rough. I would just leave everyone with one of my favorite Harry Potter quotes, which is happiness can be found even in the darkest of times. If one only remembers to turn on the light or the jazz game. Oh, 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 oh